Today, you're going to meet my personal sales coach. She's helped me view sales in an entirely different way, and she's going to be revealing that, plus so much more, today on episode 318 of the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. And be sure to share this episode with any friends that you know that could use help with their sales. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business? Something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. I am so excited you were here today because I have someone who has been a personal mentor of mine, and she is the bomb.com. I cannot wait to have you hear her story, how she's built these businesses, how she is helping women now because she has helped me incredibly in my business. And so today, without further ado, I want to introduce Renee Rebar. Now, let me give you, woo-woo, Renee! Yes, let me tell you a little bit more because she has amazing an amazing bio and I just want to share it with you all the things she's done. So Renee has been a sales professional since 1994 in New York, which I love. Making her first million before she was 25 years old, she's gone on to sell millions of dollars of products and services and train thousands to sell for the first time. She is known in her industry as a fun, energetic sales coach who leads with heart. Yes, absolutely. She's a TEDx speaker who offers training sessions at global conferences, on-demand courses, and virtual workshops. She skillfully breaks down her decades of sales experience. With her one-of-a-kind laugh-and-learn teaching style, you'll certainly gain a new view of the softer side of sales, and don't we all need to tap into that? Renee, I am thrilled that you're here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I feel the same. So exciting. So Renee, are there any gaps in that bio? Because I know you you have done so many things. You run different businesses. Can you give us a a little sneak peek (laughs) into the journey into entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So thank you. Um, Yes. As with all bios, it's a bio, right? Not (laughs) not an autobiography and not a biography. (laughs) So there's definitely big gaps. And that is meant to preface my sales experience, which it did do. But yes, I, um, you know, sales is important in every business. I've never met a successful, profitable business owner who wasn't also really good at selling for themselves, selling ideas, selling products, selling services. So whether they're getting VC funding or whether they're just trying to sell one-on-one services, and I say just, no matter what the sales container, it's important to have that understanding of what it, what it actually is meant to do. Where are the mile markers? So um, the, the entryway into entrepreneurship. Well, I think I've always been an entrepreneur because my, uh, I, I grew up around entrepreneurs and it wasn't like, you know, we never, around the dinner table, even as children, we weren't told or it wasn't even discussed that you would grow up and work for someone else. It was always, what company are you going to create? You know, or, and then how do you do that? Um, you know, where's the need? Ask people. It was always like, ask the people. Of course, you know, I grew up in the 70s, so there wasn't 
there wasn't the internet. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, so that all to say, um, you know, my family had a Christmas tree farm and a chicken farm and, and I had farmers in my family. And then I also had my, my dad and my uncle and they got into retail, owning retail stores and then owning the buildings that the retail stores were in. And so there was always something. Um, how do you fit the need that you see around you? So even when I had my child at 38 years old, they're like, oh, I can't wait to see what business you're going to create based on your experiences as a new mom. I'm like, okay, oh, I love no it. pressure, thanks. So th these are the conversations that I was raised with. When it's when I married my husband, goodness gracious, in the 90s that, um, you know, he is a police officer with a pension and like his father is a welder with a pension. Like I've ne I never even knew what a pension was. Honestly, if you'd asked me, I'm like, I don't know. Never heard of it. I mean, I heard of it, but I didn't really know what it was. So. Um, opposite the track, I guess, in that noise, but looking at the, at the entryway into entrepreneurship and what a, a listener who's listening today might need to know is it's okay to pave your own way. It doesn't have to be anything. You don't have to be Apple to create a good business. You know, you can, whatever you've decided to put your, your name on in this moment is great. And the other part is it can change. Give yes. yourself the permission to evolve and change because what is great is choices. We live in an amazing time when we're able to have these choices. So take advantage of them. Just because you're doing one thing doesn't mean you can't do something else. Um, I was selling for telecom companies and then I decided I wanted to sell my territory and become a yoga teacher. So I did that. And then I realized I don't want to be a yoga teacher anymore. <laughs> I don't want to own a yoga studio. It's great, but I want to do something else. And it just happened at that time that I had two students that were PhDs, uh, doctors, and um, they were creating a, a cherry juice that was helping with the health industry. Um, and they were, they were researching alternative cancer cures. So I came in as a partner and helped get into 180 grocery stores and then we sold that company. And then, and so like, yes, there's a lot. So manufacturing and bottling and labeling and nutrition facts and uh, shipping. And I mean, really a lot of conversations around a lot of new things, but the, what stayed true was I'm still me. I, you know, I'm still energetic. I'm still heart centered. I'm still, honest. I still care. I'm still curious. So all those qualities, if you find yourself, you're listening to this today or anytime, if you find yourself having these qualities, just think what qualities do I have and where else can I best use them? Ask the people, look for opportunities that you feel good about and that are needed. And that's my best advice in terms of the foray or the entry point into entrepreneurship. So I hope that was, I hope that suited your answer. Yeah. Well, and there's so much goodness in that too, that the fact that you said it's okay to pivot, it's okay to, to change. And you don't negate all the skills you had before. You just take them with you and apply them differently. And I think for so long, me personally, I was scared to do that because, you know, I, I ran a performing arts school for 17 years and that's, that's what I had done my, my entire adult life. And so to do something else, it took me a while to figure out, oh, those same skill sets can be applied here. And then, you know, when I, when I met you and you came into my world, it was at the perfect time where... I was kind of struggling with that about, okay, how do I create this new identity? How do I go out there and serve people? How do I do what's in my heart? And the one thing that I really was lacking was the ability to have conversations around sales. Now, I know you have so much great advice around how to start conversations because your whole philosophy is sales is all about creating these relationships. Can you yes. break down that part? Because I think we so often miss that part because sales, you know, some of us are taught, you know, it has to be, you know, a hard sell and it feels icky and you just walk away from conversations feeling like, oh, that just wasn't a nice conversation. 
when I met you and you, you taught me your ways, I mean, <laughs> the conversations just came much more naturally. Can you talk about conversations and relationships in relation to sales? Um, so in the world of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs, we wear lots of different hats. And so I've had lots of business owners that I've worked with over the years say, well, when does the sales start? Like, in other words, when do I have to put my salesman cap on? And my answer is we're really wear them, wearing them all, all the time um, because sales is sharing. It's simply having a conversation. So really kind of continuing on with, our, with the, the previous part of the conversation, we take our skill sets with us. We take who we are with us. Um, so if, you, if I've had people express concern, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be aggressive. Well, if that's not in your nature, there's no words that I could ever give you that would bring that out in you. So don't worry. <laughs> learning this script or learning this formula isn't going to make you into something that you're not. It's like right then and there, they get this huge like, oh, I'm not going to turn into something that I don't want to become. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I could do that, I would, I'd charge a lot more. <laughs> That's pretty magical. That <laughs> sounds like, you know, magic. But the, <laughs> the point is, is that we are who we are, no matter what we do. So we, you know, we get so attached to, t- to labels and titles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my husband, I'm a police officer. My husband, my father-in-law, I'm a welder. Right. Um, and so being aware of that, I am kind, I am helpful. I am giving. And I also know a lot about this, fill in the blank. So let's talk about this topic, fill in the blank. So to break it down into how to talk about this topic, let's call it dance, or let's call it podcasting, or let's call it sales conversations, or let's call it travel. I mean, literally fill in the blank, whatever you want to talk about with someone, it always starts with a question. You asking them a question. And this is a big shift. Most people think Mm -hmm. sales is like, I'm going to do this song and dance dun, 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 and the person's going to be wowed. And if I say it in the right way, they're going to fall over and give me their wallet. That's not how that might work sometimes with some instances where it's, it's you, it's one selling one to many, but when you're selling one to one, that isn't how it goes. It's meant to be a, it's, it's more like dating in that sense or any other conversation you have with someone that you don't know totally well yet, but you'd like to keep knowing, even if you decide not to get married. <laughs> right. right. It's hard to find good people in this world. And it's so connect with them, keep the connection going. So what do I mean by that? Ask them a question and then deeply listen. My first sales manager said, no matter what you do, only bring two things to the first meeting, a paper and a pencil. <laughs> That's it. Because all I'm going to be doing is asking the person questions and then listening and taking notes. And then with those notes, then I can walk away and think about them and do my own due diligence and then come back with something intelligent to ask again or say again, and then continue to see, you know, how can I help this person? It goes back to what my family would always say, look for the opportunity, ask the people, how can you help? So all of us want to help. When we think of sales, we think of, I'm going to tell you something (laughs) versus I'm going to ask you something. So that's the first part of the the process. 
And that shift is, is subtle, but it makes such a huge difference in being able to enter a conversation and legitimately wanting to go out there and help and be curious because, you know, if there's one thing that I am, I'm curious. I want to know about people. I want to ask them questions I don't know that they want to tell me about or tell me the answer to, but I'm, yeah, I'm curious. And the fact that you're, you're grabbing onto that and you're showing people that a sales conversation really is nothing more than the giving and the taking of asking questions, getting answers, giving feedback, and doing the cycle again until it makes sense for you to move forward together. I just love that. Yeah. And it might not even be me. If they said everything that they need has to do with what you do, then I'm going to say, I know someone, right? I know someone. And isn't it great to have a beautiful network to say, I, can, I know someone, I can, I can refer you. Sounds like you have the exact problem that Yang knows how to solve. So let me, let me connect you guys. And then I've just done the most important thing for my business and my, really my, my, my fulfillment in my life, which is planted the flag of trusted advisor. Hey, when you come to me and I ask you questions, there isn't just one way out of this. It's not like buyer to see you later, right? Like, um, it, is, it is, let's get to know each other. Let's make this a long-term relationship. Young, how long have we known each other? I mean, maybe only three years, but in the online space, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like, it's like actors. Yeah. <laughs> actors. If you've been married for three years in Hollywood, it's like 30 years in real life. <laughs> so if you've been friends online for three years, it's like 30 years. So you know, that's the exciting part is that we can find good people and the internet can bring us together. It just expands our opportunities to ask more questions. So to enter the conversation, always ask a question, whether that's in a post or an email or live on the phone or on a video call. Yes. And I love that it can be that simple to ask questions because I know I'm always seeking for the simplest, the easiest ways to do things. And before I met you, you know, this whole sales cycle was, it, feel, it felt hard. It felt challenging. It felt not so great. And then when I met you, it was like, oh, this breath of fresh air, I can actually just get to know somebody. And that's going to be the basis for us working together. That just feels as an entrepreneur, as a woman, it just felt so right. Like all the pieces finally start to come together when you can just have these conversations. So if you're out there listening, definitely, I mean, and try this out, ask people questions, be curious about people, because I can tell you from following Renee's advice as, as my trusted advisor, this stuff definitely works. I mean, you know, we tend to make business super complicated sometimes. We want to make it really fancy and do all these things. But when it comes to everything in our business, particularly sales, if we focus on the simple things, and that is kind of the old school, having a conversation, not worrying about the technology, not worrying about having a funnel or having a website or having these really fancy things that we quote unquote should have, It really is about striking up conversations with people that you find interesting, with people that you think that you can help because you you see them struggling with something and and you're able to provide that. So I just love this simplicity of it all. And Renee, before we hopped on, well, before I pushed record, we were talking about a great analogy about about, um, getting all all these little adjustments you you make along the way. Can you take us back to that story? Because it was such a great analogy and I was so mad with myself because I, I wasn't recording that. So, so now we get to recreate it. So let's talk about that again. All right, perfect. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> how do we know we're on the right track? How do we know we're doing something right? Well, it'll feel right, right? Like thinking about the qualities of our person, who we are and who we're speaking to versus the titles or what is it, you know, the product or service is, it's more of connecting with each other. So when it feels in alignment, it feels great. 
And it's easy to get whacked out of alignment when, you know, looking at our newsfeed and all, we're given lots of suggestions every day about all the things we should, could, would be doing better if dot, 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 and it can really start to spin. So when we're, when we're feeling out of alignment, it's kind of like going to the chiropractor is what, what the analogy was, is the chiropractor you go and you're like, okay, am I in alignment? This is what's important to me. This is why I started my business. This is who I want to connect with. This is why, right? People say, find your why, but it's a couple more questions. Well, what am I doing? How am I doing it? What, what is important to me? <clears throat> I use four buckets. I have to take care of myself every day. Like when the SHIT hits that fan, <laughs> I have to take care of, you know, which happens intermittently, like often, <laughs> right? Especially like now, like, wow, what's going on today? You know, when somebody's sick or the car broke down or the dog is sick or, you know, whatever, 800,000 things that could go wrong, right? Um, you have to take care of yourself first, right? Put on your own oxygen mask first. Second, take care of your family because, you know, that's what we're like the, on our deathbed. We're never going to be like, I wish I had sent out one more email. You know what I mean? Like right. ever. It's not what we're going to say. Um, and number three, take care of your paying clients or anybody who's paying you. Make sure that you're taking care of them and delivered on your goods. <clears throat> and then number four, you can start to look at the broader spectrum. You know, maybe some people that could be paying me or that I do want to connect with things that I want to do, add in and more. And then five of those extra special creative projects. But Getting out of alignment is easy. And so going to the chiropractor, you can be your own chiropractor and say, okay, I got to get back in alignment. But knowing, having been to the chiropractor many times, you go and you're like, oh, this feels so good. And then like 12 hours later, <laughs> you're like, oh, I need to go again. It's addictive, right? But the good news is you can become your own chiropractor and get yourself back in alignment. Or sometimes that's what great coaches and mentors do for us, right? I know I really lean into my coaches and mentors every week. I make sure I make that appointment on her calendar because if I don't, I'm like, it's like, it's like I missed an adjustment, you know, like, mm -hmm. ah, something's off. So yeah. And, you know, and, and I love this analogy because when we were talking about it, we were talking in, in respect to, you know, how do you show up in a business as yourself? And sometimes we do get out of alignment. And I think that the word being the word align or alignment is tossed around so freely on this online space. So I love that you said it's more than just, you know, why, why are you doing this? There's a lot of other pieces to being aligned. So if you can bring all those together and you can act as your own chiropractor in the sense of your business and put things back into place, that's a really powerful thing to know about ourselves, that we have the power, we have the capacity, we can make the choice to do that every single day. If something whacks us out of alignment, we just have to say, okay, what is it that I need to get back there? And like you said, it could be a conversation with a coach. It could be a conversation with a biz bestie. It could be a conversation with the dog. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> sometimes we just need to express those things. I know personally, sometimes just saying them out loud, I, I mean- yeah. The things I say to myself sometimes are just ridiculous, right? We all say those things to ourselves. Like, I would never say that to somebody else. So let's let's fix that because that's probably why I'm out of alignment. So yes, this idea of being in alignment with your business and you can get yourself back in alignment. Now, Renee, if you were to give one piece of advice to everyone listening about staying in alignment, being true to yourself and building a business based on everything that makes you awesome, what would you tell them? a big question. Yeah, it is. It's easy to forget this stuff, right? Oh, there's my dog. She's going to want to say hello. I'm sure <laughs> it's an Amazon or something dropping off um, in, the, in this day, right? Yeah. So it's easy. It's easy to forget. So my, my first answer is write it down. Well, where do you write it down? Well, wherever you're going to look at it. So maybe it's one of those things you hand write and you post it on your, uh, you know, on a post it and you put it on your computer. 
Maybe it's a big vision board. Maybe that's what it means for you. Maybe it's a Google doc you keep somewhere and it's like, read this when dot, 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 you know, or maybe it's in an envelope that you keep near your desk or in your bag or somewhere that you keep your, the things that you're around every day. Maybe it's a picture with some words on it. You know, there's a lot of really cool, neat things I can get off Snapfish or other sites like that, right? So whatever it is that helps you remember what is the answer to those <laughs> questions, keep it nearby and keep it, keep it front and center. That's the mm. best answer I have. I love Yeah, and for everyone, it is different. And I think it took me a really long time to realize too, because you know, growing up, I was always taught to follow the rules, so I didn't ever want to break the rules. So when it came to running a business, I was really afraid for a long time to break the rules because I, I was such a good rule follower, and that was my spot in life, and that's what I did. Um, and mostly, when I look back now, it, I did those things to make other people happy. It didn't always make me happy. So this advice you're giving about put your why, put, you know, who you are in front of you every day on the calendar, on the wall. I've gone to putting things on my phone with little alarms that give me just little messages throughout the day. They're just random messages just to bring me back to focus because it is so easy because now, you know, my kids are home for school right now for the first quarter, you know, we're all kind of in the house together milling about and, and the schedule is very different. So sometimes I just need those little reminders to say, okay, I just need to take a step back. I need to take a breath because it's really, really easy to get sucked down in those, in the, in those, in the craziness every day. And like you said, we all have these things. It could be anything. The car breaks down, something happens, someone gets sick. It happens to all of us. So if there are things in your life that you can do, simple little reminders of who you are, you know, why you're, why you want to serve, what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, all these big things just in front of you. I think that's such a great gift to remember that, you know, we need to remind ourselves because it's easy to get out of alignment and lose track of ourselves in our businesses. So that's amazing advice. Thank you, Renee. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and the, the PS on that is you can, you can change it, right? So I use a big, one of those big sticky 3M whiteboard sticky papers mm -hmm. that you can erase. I have them all over my office. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I totally change. I change. I don't always do this. I, I'm still me, but what I offer changes, how I describe myself changes, how I, whatever, a little things will change, but who I am is not going to change. And that's the, I think that's the fear we get to too is, well, if I offer that, then what? Right. <laughs> you know, they not take me seriously enough, or am I going to break relationships or am I going to do something wrong? Or, oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. That rule follower. I'm a rule follower too. Um, so the imposter syndrome comes in and that's where it's important to have not just what we want to do, but what we want to accomplish. Who are we? Who are we at our core? <laughs> Sometimes we need help just deciphering that too. Yeah. And I think that's where trusted advisors and friends and people in our lives can come in because often people outside of ourselves are able to yeah. better see our gifts than we are. Cause I know you have done that for me many a time and saying, wait, <laughs> I know you can do all these things. Why are you not doing that? I'm like, oh yeah, I, I can do those things. And sometimes it's just, you know, <laughs> That's, that's it. Someone just needs to tell you to, you know, like to focus on these things because our gifts that we have generally come so naturally, we forget about them. We overlook them as not being important or of value. And I think that's where we all miss the boat, right? Because everything we do, we all have these amazing gifts, not just in business, but in life and just hobbies. And, you know, each of us has all these amazing stories. And I know recently we were doing, I think your, your happy half hour and yeah. I was just really overwhelmed by the stories of these women because they were, 
the backgrounds of these women were so diverse and the, the, the roads to entrepreneurship were so varied, but it was such a beautiful thing to know that other people are doing that and all the roads converge. And then we all come together because we're all seeking this network. Like you talk about all the time, your, your net worth is your network and being able to you know, have you there to, to kind of guide us and, and bring us together. You're such a great connector that it was so amazing. And, and so this whole idea of seeing your gifts and leaning in and pivoting and making choices, I just love that in relation to business because it's so true. We ultimately, at the end of the day, get to make all the choices. Whether or not we want to be responsible for those choices some days, it's tough. But we get to to do that as entrepreneurs. And so I think that's like the best gift that we can give to ourselves as entrepreneurs is to just allow these gifts to rise to the surface, allow other people to come into our lives to remind us of these gifts because that is important. And then to find trusted advisors in our world that can help us get to where we want to go next. Yeah. The trusted advisors, the chiropractors, the, real, the realigners. Yeah, it is. You said it, it was so many times. I'm like, I don't even know what I do. And then, I'll, you know, my coach would be like, it's so evident. I don't know why you right. can't see it. We can't, we can't see ourselves. Right, right. We're, yeah, looking in the mirror is kind of hard sometimes because we just, we don't want to admit it or we don't want to um, brag. I know I was composing an email the other day and I was sharing a story about how growing up, you know, I was told never to brag about stuff. Like you don't brag about stuff. Like you accomplish things like, oh, cool. You, you won this or you accomplished this. Okay, cool. Pat on the back, move on. You know, mm -hmm. so I think sometimes we need to stop and really take stock of our gifts and appreciate them and just know that it's okay to celebrate the wins, celebrate our gifts, celebrate the accomplishments because all those little wins are going to help us at the end or at the end of our journey because it will guide us to that next thing and we don't have to struggle so hard or work so hard to get there. When we start to appreciate those little things along the way, I think that in the end makes the huge quantum leaps for us. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Amazing. Now, Renee, I know you work with clients and you, you serve the world in such big ways. Can you share with us how you work with you, the amazing women in your groups? Yeah. Um, so, well, it, it's always evolving. That's the first answer. <laughs> it's always evolving. Um, there are digital courses that people can take. There are opportunities to work closer um, where there's live group calls and it's me and, you know, a couple dozen people. And then there's opportunity to work privately. And it's really, everybody gets to the same destination, right? We're all getting to the same place. Just depends on how fast they want to get there. You know, one's, one is walking, one is a boat, <laughs> the other one's the plane, you know? How, how fast do you want to get to Hawaii? <laughs> it just depends. So, so good. So, I, I love that answer because you say that a lot. And, and I think that just reminds me all the time, like, well, it just depends. Like, what is the story? I don't know the full story yet. And you're such an advocate of finding out the full story before you offer a solution. Because you, as the trusted advisor, you always want to know what the full story is because you're not able to make a diagnosis or to help them get back in alignment if you don't know those pieces. So where in, in on the planet internet, to use your phrase, Renee, where on planet internet can people find out about the many ways that you serve women and help them to be better at sales in their businesses? Yeah, I mean, it's the best place is always, my, my website will always take them to whatever, down whatever river is available at the time, whatever <laughs> river is flowing. Um, I spend, currently, I spend a lot of time in my free Facebook group. I really love that community. Um, I mean, you were one of the first people in it. And so 
I'm thankful that you've been a part of that journey too. I get chills because I just, I just really love that community. It's a place that I can lean on and, and enjoy. And so will that always be the case? I can't say nothing will always be the case, right? <clears throat> but that's where I'm really enjoying uh, right now. So my website is the best place. Perfect. And I will make sure I put that link directly to your website in today's show notes, because I think people who are listening, if sales is something that you're uncertain about, you just need a better way to do it. You would, you like the idea of building these relationships and connections and being curious about people. Renee is someone you definitely need to have in your life. I know she's been instrumental in helping me to understand my own gifts and to help me be able to make sales in my business, even when I was scared to do it. And even just recently, I've, you know, jumped back into some of her trainings and gosh, it's just reinvigorated me. And like the past couple months have been just an amazing experience because putting her, her work into practice I mean, there, there's been huge shifts. So for that, Renee, I am so grateful. I'm, I'm grateful you said yes to this interview. After all the time we've known each other, to have you finally on the podcast, it's such an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Before you go, let's continue this conversation about sales over on today's show notes at youngpratt.com slash 318. And be sure to share this episode with any friends that could use your help selling inside their businesses. Next week, you're going to meet Julia Taylor, one of the only online friends I've actually met in person. And guess who introduced us? If you guessed today's guest, Renee Rebar, you would be right. Next week, Julia is going to share how teaching herself to code has literally exploded into a global brand. Catch you then. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any tips, tricks, or secrets on building a business based around your awesome. Hey, and while you're there, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you think of the show. And until next time, my friends, go out there today and amplify your awesome.